Okay, we are live. Hello. Hi. Yeah, amazing, VP. <laughs> We're going to start in a couple of minutes. Yeah. We will wait for a couple of people to join. But for those of you who are here, we can see one person watching. Uh, hello and welcome. Thank you for joining right on the dot of time. Um, this is Mind Your Own Business. Lessons from Entrepreneurial Minds. Just take a minute. Okay, I'm going to do a countdown just for the fun of it. Five, four, three, two, one, and let's go. Amazing. Okay. Thank you for the applause. We have a live audience here, guys. Hello and welcome to Mind Your Own Business Lessons from Entrepreneurial Minds. Over the next 30 to 40 minutes, we are going to dive into the mindset of successful entrepreneurs. What are the tips, tricks, and mindset shifts that they make to become successful? So let's go. Our topic today is actually very pertinent to those of you who are thinking of making the shift from employee to entrepreneur. And our guest today knows all about it because he has actually made the shift very successfully. So without much ado, let me introduce you to our guest for today, Mr. Weepy Menon. Welcome, Weepy. <clears throat> Thank you, Nidhi. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Absolute pleasure to have you as well. So for those of you who don't know VP as well as I do, let me give you, give you a short introduction. VP, um, like I said, VP Menon is known as VP to those who know him very well. He has been a corporate executive for almost two decades. In addition to that, he has spent almost 15 years as a coach and trainer. Not just that, he has started and run multiple successful businesses here in Dubai. As a coach and trainer, he is also a mentor to a lot of people who are starting their own businesses. A distinguished Toastmaster with a very distinctive sense of humor and sincerity that makes him such a great mentor to all the people who want to start their businesses. Great pleasure to have you here today, VP. Same here, Nidhi. It's a pleasure to be here, sitting here with you. And uh, a bit scary because you're <laughs> going to ask questions. <laughs> but that's uh, so why I hope you will give me some easy questions here. Yeah? I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> All right. Without much ado, I'll start the questions. But before we start, just a little bit of housekeeping for those of you who are watching <clears throat> us online. Uh, this broadcast is brought to you by StreamYard. So if you allow StreamYard, uh, to give, give permission to StreamYard, your comments will actually appear on our screens and VP and I can give you an answer. Yep. Another thing, this broadcast, uh, Mind Your Own Business, is brought to you in association with UV Consultants. Amazing. Let's start. So hi, hi to everyone on, on watching live on YouTube and hi to all the people sitting here, wonderful people. Yeah. There are some wonderful people. They don't want to be on screen, but they are here. All right. You said you're scared. Let mm. me ask you a really scary question. Okay. How did your family react when you told them that you want to move from being an employee to an entrepreneur? <laughs> they were really scared. <laughs> <laughs> Especially my mom. So she was, so we come from the South Indian family and, you know, so she was uh, 
like really, really scared. So she told me, yeah, no problem. You do your own business, but on weekends. Weekdays, you go to work <laughs> and get your salary. And on weekends, you do whatever you want to do. Right. Yeah. So it was scary for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, my wife was okay because she she uh, she's basically from the northern part of India. So they're used to business and stuff like that. So uh, as compared to the South Indians, uh, of course, there are very successful businessmen from South India, but yeah, in our family, we don't, uh, we didn't have too many business people. So mm-hmm. it was, it was scary for them. Yeah, to be honest. Right. And how about you? Um, <clears throat> it was scary to the in the sense that um, I used to think a lot about the pros and cons, you know, and and of course, uh, when you leave a job, get out of the corporate world, suddenly, you know. Uh, there's the, that amount which comes into your bank account at the end of the month that stops. So that part of it. Uh, but otherwise, I was very confident about what I was going to do. And uh, yeah, so that that part I was sure of. Uh, and 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 the decision that I want to do this was very, very clear. Um, but yeah, some challenges I knew would be there in that journey. But I had planned for it. So I had already analyze that what are some going to be some of the challenges and how do I take care of that mm-hmm. so a bit of planning helped yeah. a bit of planning helped yeah. okay so let me pull you back a little bit in time what is it that made you decide to turn into an entrepreneur I, I, from whatever I've read about you you were and you know you had a very successful career before that and you were in a great company so what was that itch that came into you to become an entrepreneur and work for yourself? So the <clears throat> the, the uh, biggest itch, as you call it, was I wanted freedom. Mm. So I, I had put in 24 years in the corporate world and I had, I mean, I was in a very senior position. But, you know, in whatever position you are in the corporate world, you still have a boss. You still need to report to somebody. I didn't want to do that. So I mm. reached a stage where I just wanted freedom, where I am my own boss. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and that freedom was was the key uh, right. underlying factor okay. which made me pursue this dream mm-hmm. and the freedom that you were seeking how did you take the first step towards it what was the point so like? i so i was i was thinking of being an entrepreneur for almost 5 6 years mm. yes. but taking that plunge was something which i kept delaying mm. because i was nervous about taking that plunge to be honest but I reached a stage where I realized one day that I've been thinking about this for the last five six years and if I don't take action Mm. you know if I don't do something to move towards what I want to do it will never happen so one fine day I decided this is what I want to do Mm. I told my wife that I'm quitting the job and getting into this and of course I had her full support then which was like 20 13 10 years back and i have her full support even today (laughs) so that was the key factor for me yeah yeah Uh, so these two ladies were very important in my life but when it came to making that transition to being an entrepreneur Mm. um, i never went to my mom (laughs) (laughs) because i knew what she would say Uh, but yeah my wife uh, was somebody who I confided in and she is always very supportive. Yeah. No, that that totally makes sense. You know, I think entrepreneurship, although it may be a solo journey, I think it takes the whole family along. 
I remember when my husband declared a couple of months ago that he's going to become an entrepreneur. I was in shock. <laughs> I was not as confident as your wife. Rekha, who is actually sitting right here. <laughs> so, um, so, so that is such an important aspect of becoming an entrepreneur, right? It is, although you may be a solo entrepreneur, you do need to take so many people along with you. Yeah. Yeah. That support from your near and dear, especially your immediate family members who gets impacted by this transition, yeah. their support is very important. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I knew that. Because people who are going to get impacted immediately is my immediate family, my mm -hmm. wife, my two kids, my mom. Right. Um, so I, I had to, you know, have them on my side mm -hmm. in this journey. Otherwise, it would have been very difficult. And it's their support which helped me uh, to get on with it. Wonderful. So uh, you were mentioning that your mom was totally against the, the idea. And you also mentioned about, you know, her being South uh, North Indian and you being <coughs> South Indian. So... Just curious, are there any other entrepreneurs in your family? What were do any mentors or anybody you looked no, up? No, actually, um, no. So immediate family, uh, I didn't have any entrepreneur to whom I could go to and discuss, you know. Mm -hmm. But I had mentors, yeah, outside. But there was a I remember my brother-in-law, one of my brother-in-law who passed away many years back. But when I was a kid, I used to watch him. So he was not an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. but he used to treat his job like an entrepreneur. So he was a, in, a, in a director's position with one of the company. So he was running that company just like it was his own business. And I would see him get up early in the morning, talk to his team, discussing things. And whenever I used to be with them, you know, during school vacations and all, I would see him doing this. So that was always in my mind. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and then I had some good friends who were entrepreneurs and to whom I could speak to, my mentors to whom I could speak to. So the, the most important thing that one needs to do is identify the risks involved. You know, mm. what is it that is going, what are the impact that's going to happen when you take this, make this transition and be prepared for that. Mm. So, for example, in my case, I remember we, we were in a three bedroom apartment. We moved to a one bedroom apartment mm. because we wanted to save on rent. Yeah. Uh, I remember my mom and my kids, we sent them to India. So for some time, it was just me and my wife here. Wow. We lived in a one-bedroom apartment. But these were things which were planned well before because mm. we knew mm. that we needed to you know, cut costs and things like that. Mm. Uh, 
yeah so 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 planning is the key so identifying what are the changes that will happen being prepared for those changes you know making sure that you have your plan a plan b plan c in place yeah uh, because things don't go exactly the way you planned it so in case something goes wrong how are you going to manage that yeah so planning is the key yeah you know as you're talking vp i i mean i heard you saying that you know you had to make a lot of physical changes in your living arrangements you know send your family to india move from a larger house to a smaller house all of this is of course planning and uh, thinking about it logistically but uh, how does one prepare for it mentally right this is mind your own business what happens in your mind uh, are there any fears any doubts anything that crops up so fears and doubts are always there mm -hmm. uh, but the most important thing is you believe in what you're doing you know uh, so the why is very important why am i doing this mm. you know and 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 the belief in yourself uh, that you can do this yeah with all that belief with all that changes that we did um starting on this journey be ready to embrace failure mm. yeah it's okay you may try something it may not work the first time but don't give up learn from it mm. and do it again try it again yeah that's the secret of success mm. 
Just let me know if it's what. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Can you hear us? Just check. Okay, we are back. Okay. Rukawat ke liye khed. Rukawat ke liye khed hai. Like every good broadcast out there, we had a small intermission. I hope you were able to grab a cup of coffee and some cookies. But you know, this is this is one of the learnings for being an entrepreneur. Right? Yes. Unexpected challenges will crop. So even though you may have done a thorough study <laughs> of what could go wrong, yeah. something new will go wrong. So be prepared. So it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Things things will go wrong, but you know, don't. Uh, uh, don't be bogged down by those things. Yeah. yeah. So, so keep it in your mind that things can go wrong, mm -hmm. things will go wrong, but there is always solutions for every problem. Right. Yeah. So it's it's all about okay. This is uh, something unexpected has happened, mm -hmm. but what can I? adding to your uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right so um we we spoke about challenges also now
Every day, hundred and twenty thousand businesses shut shop. To sustain a successful business requires. And you in business, you end up Jugaad, yeah. doing a bit of jugaad. Yeah. All right. So uh, we're back again. So this is turning out to be more entertaining than we intended it to be. So, so I was talking to you about the statistic, right? Every day there are 137,000 businesses which are formed and 120,000 close down every single day. So you were mentioning that patience is what you require when you're running a business. But tell me, VP, is patience enough? And what qualifies as patience in a business? So, so the thing is, you know, like you, uh, when you start something, I mean, there are some unexpected challenges. And remember that when you start a business, uh, people may say, oh, this is a fantastic business idea, this, that, and everything. But there are so many unexpected challenges that you come across. Things keep changing, you know. Um, the customers' demands keep changing. The market situation keeps changing. And the, the rules and regulations keep changing. Yeah. And there are many things over which we have no control. Yeah. So we need to adapt ourselves. And sometimes, you and you need to be you know, uh, aware that things may not go at the speed at which you expected it to go. Mm. And that is where patience comes in. Mm. So, But that shouldn't stop you from doing things consistently mm. uh, towards your business. Right. So that consistency in your efforts is very important. And when you are consistent with your efforts, uh, doing the best that you can do, things will change one day. Mm -hmm. yeah, so, so at times, yeah, for some people, it may things may work out like this. Right. For some people, depending on the business that you're getting into, mm -hmm. it may take a longer period of time. So, yeah. so you need to be patient. And, you know, building your credibility in the market, letting people know about your business, this all takes time. Right. doesn't happen overnight. It's not like you put a post on social media and everybody knows about it. Hardly few people who see your post <laughs> once you post something. Yeah. So, you know, consistency is the key. Um, you know, it's very interesting that you talked about, you know, some people might, from the outside, it may look like they are overnight successes. When it, when it comes to business, especially in a business like yours, which is coaching and training, there are so many people out in the market. And it seems like from the outside, at least it looks like it's a booming market. It's a couple of billion dollars worth of business, right? Um, how does one continue when you see your competitor doing better than you? 
and uh, you also mentioned consistency even if you're failing now for example if you don't get any customers and the other person claims to be doing a lot of business how do you make yourself believe that what you're doing is worthwhile so when when you are in a business and you see that your business is not doing well but similar businesses are doing well then it's time for you to go back to the drawing board and see what are you doing mm. uh, in a wrong way right. or what are the things which they are doing but you're not doing you know so learning from them learning from your competitors is very very important and there's you don't need to be ashamed of that you know we all learn from the best practices followed by our competitors so so understanding you know what you are doing what are you not doing right mm. and what are they doing right and then making those tweaks in the business that's very very important right. and you should never be in a business with a fixed mindset no this is the way i will do it yeah. because i believe in it no mm. <laughs> you sometimes uh, your perspective may not be the best perspective for that business so changing your perspective understanding other people's perspective talking to your customers you know potential customers understanding what they want and how how they want you to approach uh, their requirements yeah. these are all very important so constant tweaking changing mm. is very much uh, needed so that the word that is used a lot these days being agile and being agile yeah, yeah. Is there any example you can give us, BP, from your business when this has happened, well, where you have to be like? Yeah, so so one is when COVID came because we yeah. were never into uh, online trainings. Mm. So our trainings were always, you know, in person. Yeah. Uh, suddenly COVID came and in-person trainings stopped. So I I had to quickly adapt to the new thing. Today I I I probably feel like I've done my PhD on Zoom <laughs> operations, but that day I didn't. When it struck me, I didn't know anything. Yeah. I had to quickly adapt, and you know, with, within two three months, we were up and running, right. uh, running all our programs online. Mm. Yeah. So 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 agile, you know, being agile, being ready to you know, change things quickly. You know that that's such a good example. I think COVID taught businesses a lot about being agile, being you know, welcome to changes, transform some operations, some way of doing things. As as you said. Um, now, VP, you run a coaching and training company like we discussed. It's a very hot and growing market. Um, and especially because I am a coach and I have been associated with VP's uh, company for almost a year now. And I've noticed that a lot of people who are entering the coaching field these days, they're actually already employed or doing something which gives them a good steady monthly income. But coaches want to start their own businesses. Um, so what is your advice for people who want to start their own coaching business? How do they go about it? So <clears throat> the first thing is, you know, uh, so we, we, we train a lot of people, you know, and many of them want to start their own coaching and training business. Yeah. Um, the most important thing is, you know, so if I were to give you the ABCD of uh, entrepreneurship, you know, most important thing, like I spent five, six years thinking about it. Yeah. I would say that uh, I shouldn't have wasted so much time thinking about it. Yeah. Because yeah. at the end of the day, thinking about something that you want to do, planning and all, uh, these, th these things are useless unless you take action. Because mm. doing is the key. So you need to take a step towards it. Mm. And I'm not saying that immediately quit your job and start your own business. No. Right. 
So you start something as you're working, if possible, mm. like a side gig, you know. Mm. So and then do it along with your job. And the day you feel that, uh, you know, now I'm confident of making this transition, make that. So first is taking action. Mm. Now to take action and to do things uh, th that comes to the B mm. of, a of the ABCD, which is having belief, believing in yourself, believing in your plan for your business, you know believing in, in 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 the entire vision that you have for your business yeah. yeah and that brings me to the c uh, which is consult you know yeah um, consulting with others you know talking to others taking their advice and and that mindset of oh i know it all i know everything what needs to be done yeah is the biggest mistake that we can do mm. because we may know a lot of things mm. about about the business that we are getting into but at the same time that should not stop you from learning from others. So talk to people who have been successful in that field if you have access to those people or talk to other people, maybe mentors, your family, and, and you know, be open to continuous learning. Watch, I mean, there's so much of um, experts out there who give advice about the kind of businesses that you may want to get into. YouTube videos are there, books are written on it. So make use of all these resources you know that's that's the c part of it be open to learning consult with others and the d of it is i can i mean i can go on and give you many more uh, examples but the d is dare dare to dream dare to fail dare to take risk mm -hmm. because uh, when you when you get into your own business uh, there is a lot of uh, situations where some risk is involved and you need but it has to be a calculated risk meaning you should have thought about that risk mm. if nothing happens well and good but if something goes wrong what is the worst that could happen and in that situation are you prepared to manage handle that situation whatever the first situation is yes yeah, so those things you should have thought about but taking the having the appetite to take risk um, and daring to do things, you know, mm. and dare to do things differently. Mm. I mean, the world may be doing certain things in a certain way, but that doesn't mean you also have to do it the same. Right. Uh, you know, try experiment with things, dare to experiment. Right. So that's, that's very important because at the end of the day, uh, you understand what works and what doesn't work only by testing things out right. or doing things. Mm. Yeah. So that's, that's, I would say is the ABCD. Take action, believe in yourself, consult That's with right. others, keep a learning mindset, yeah. be open to learnings and dare to do things. Right. It almost like ties into each other, right? Take action, dare. <laughs> it's like a, almost like a circle. So uh, we, we have a question uh, from our online audience from Jack, who's asking, how did you identify the market opportunity and validated your business idea before launching your venture? Yeah, so I, I have some mentors, yeah. And one of my mentor runs a similar business, one of the most reputed training companies. Right. He's been running this since last almost 40 years. Yeah. So very well experienced in this. So he was somebody I went to. He's somebody I learned a lot from. Yeah. So, I mean, understanding the market. So for me, I was based in Dubai. Yeah. And my market was mainly UAE and also the other GCC countries. Yeah. So understanding how uh, the market situation is. Um, so I, I could learn a lot from this mentor of mine. Uh, I, a lot of information I received 
and then i spoke to the potential customers themselves right yeah i spoke to the potential customers whether it is my corporate clients or individual clients um, trying to understand you know what are they looking for okay yeah and where is the gap that i could fit in yeah. so i i had to find my niche yeah. uh, so that i'm i'm targeting the right audience okay. because for every business you know every business targets a certain uh, type of audience yeah right so so i i i fit, fit myself into a space where uh, i am able to deliver my services uh, to maximum number of people mm-hmm. yeah so so talking to others understanding the market and doing a bit of research you know there's a lot of information available today um, on 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 the internet and uh, yeah a lot of experts who share their opinions and things like that so and did a couple of things here there everywhere too yeah. so i i hope jack that answers your question um it it requires preparation like vp you said earlier as well preparing in terms of also trying to understand yes i have a great product but is there a market for it and you also use the word niche so niching your service so, so for example yeah. i'll tell you one of the reason why i failed in my first entrepreneur journey the business was Uh, i put in a lot of efforts for about a year and a half invested a lot of money but what i realized finally is that um, i didn't have enough knowledge about that business right although it was also related to education but it was not uh, training and coaching uh, but i didn't have any knowledge about that business you know where we were going to cater to mm. children you know in their academics and stuff like mm. that uh, so that was the learning for me that when the next time i'm entering a business it should be something which Uh, i am very familiar about you know i have enough knowledge about that uh, area so that wow. that's something that you need to be aware of okay so so am i reading you right when you are saying that knowledge about business means don't go into a business where you you don't you just don't do a business for the sake of doing business you, yeah don't get into a business where you know completely nothing about uh-huh. like for example if i want to start a restaurant mm. i would i would not i would i, I mean i really want to start a restaurant <laughs> but but i would not um, get into it alone mm. then i would need to partner with somebody yeah. who has thorough knowledge about the restaurant business mm. yeah so either you should have the knowledge or at least you partner with somebody who has the knowledge right. about that business but if i just want to get into a business of starting a restaurant by myself or starting a hospital by myself no i i would not be able to run it yeah Uh, you know so so you then you should have a team uh, of people who are thorough with those kind of business yeah. who's there to help you yeah so i like the fact that you brought up partnership and you know collaboration and working with other people i believe that when you started uvi consultants you had a partner yeah, yeah. i had a started. very close friend uh, yeah. who, who and we started this together yeah, yeah. so uh, about partnership when one is entering partnerships and like you said sometimes two heads are better than one it's just as simple as that um what is your advice about working in partnerships because when there are two heads there is also you know there tends to be some sometimes there is conflict differences in opinion so how do you manage that kind of a so differences in opinion is good because <laughs> it brings out the best yeah. because sometimes you know we get so carried away by our own um, perspective that we think ours is the best award winning perspective <laughs> Yeah. sometimes that may not be right yeah. so when the when there is somebody who challenges you yeah. you know no why why do we have to do it this way why why can't we do it that way yeah. so there are more ideas on the table and then 
together we pick the best idea mm. you know so it's it's good to have those uh, those differences mm. and um, one important thing here yeah i mean when you have a partner in the business uh, it has to be somebody of your own same wavelength you know mm. very uh, trusting each other and, and 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 the vision has to be the same mm. i mean one partner has one vision for the business the other partner has another vision for the, then it becomes a bit challenging but if yeah. the vision is the same yeah. and and uh, you know you sync well with each other then that's the best thing it's always yeah. better than mm. you're going alone Hmm. It almost uh, sounds to me like you know those cars which have uh, when you're learning to drive a car there are two people sitting next to each other but they can handle the controls. Uh, it's like that, right? You know where you're going, yeah. but you both have a slightly different perspective. Thank you for sharing that, VP. Uh, now this brings me to the almost final question because we are coming up to time. Um, entrepreneurship. A lot of people who start a business start off on their own. personally as somebody who has started a couple of businesses and run it um it is a lonely journey uh it can be tough at times and yes you need to have belief and all of those things but uh, how does an entrepreneur who's going through a tough time keep their head out of water how do they manage their mental health and well-being so <clears throat> every every person has their own uh, ways of managing it and if you don't have you should have some rituals you know some rituals um so some people are physically very active they take care of their physical health some people are into meditation some people yeah. go to the gym run swim um so everybody has but you should have some rituals of taking care of your mind and body mm. yeah sure. uh for me what works is none of what i mentioned <laughs> <laughs> so, for, for although I I do a bit of uh, meditation and physical activity, but not as much as I should do. <laughs> but for me, what helps is you know I utilize a lot of things that I have learned. Hmm. Yeah, so I've attended a lot of training programs. I conduct a lot of training programs in our right. company, and whatever I get from these, I use it. So it's very important you know whether whether you learn neurolinguistic programming or emotional intelligence or uh, you know mindfulness there's so many things that we we teach uh, using what you learn because at the end of the day uh, knowing is one thing yeah. but making use of that knowledge is another thing also what works for me is you know i and this has been my pattern since uh, since a long time where i focus on the humorous part of life yeah yeah so that really helps me so i i'm so whatever may be the challenge i look at the humor part of it and laugh it off yeah and certain sets of beliefs help me also for example one of the belief is of whatever happens happens for good is something which i strongly believe in so i may not see the good in in what happened right then i may feel oh what is this yeah everything went wrong <laughs> but uh, what i have experienced is that at some point you will realize that it had to go wrong then for it, it to be right, right now yeah. yeah so believe in in that everything that happens happens for a reason and there is meaning attached to it and you know another another set of beliefs that i carry is uh, which really helps me is that there is some power out there who is with me now you call it god you call it uh, nature 
whatever but i believe in that power yeah so there is somebody controlling things hmm. uh, which is beyond our understanding but I, i i call it the universal power and it is taking care of me so no matter even if nobody is there with me i know this power is always with me these beliefs yeah really help me but you should going back to what i said in the beginning you should have a set of rituals for yourself yeah for to cleanse your body to cleanse your mind yeah, be, mm. for your overall well being because that's very important as an entrepreneur absolutely i think uh, of course you are in a in a business which allows you to have access to these practices but i think any business owner out there are uh, taking care of self taking care of your own uh, beliefs your mindset that's key. yeah and also so we train a lot of people in uv consultants to to become trainers and to become coaches and you know so i i tell them that getting trained and certified and practicing and becoming a great coach is the easy part mm. you know what is difficult when you make the transition is to have that entrepreneur mindset mm. where you know marketing you know understanding a bit about uh, the finance part of the business understanding a bit about the marketing part of the business yeah. you know these are all things which you have to develop along with your skill set in training in coaching yeah so sometimes or many times where people go wrong is they prepare this mm. part mm. but they have not done anything on this part <laughs> yeah. you know and that's where things go wrong so we do um, do a lot of mentoring and we help our our joey learning community members to 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 kind of learn these things also and support them in whatever way we can brilliant so um all right two quick questions and then uh, we will wrap up very shortly uh, one question is coming from zoheb khan he is asking you should you have an exit strategy or when to stop a business before you go on to the entrepreneurship journey or should one just burn all bridges and make the business work <laughs> no so so like i said in the in the in the first business that i tried for one and a half years so i tried for one and a half years right yeah. but i reached a stage where i realized this is where i have to stop this so i had to take a decision mm. yeah because i realized that there's there's no point you, mm. you have to do a thorough analysis and Well, there's no point in pushing it more because yeah. your losses are only going to to increase so that's where you take a decision to cut that loss but if you feel that you know no i it it is partially going right but i'm not where i have i want to reach mm. then you need to find ways to continue with it mm. yeah and 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 see how you can develop it further right. yeah but but sometimes you have to take that hard decision that painful decision that no this mm. is not working out mm. let me do something else right right uh, there's another question from joel did you have any self limiting belief that was an obstacle to your success because you spoke about all your strong beliefs but were there any yeah i had i i one of my biggest self limiting belief was that um i am i will never be a good trainer because i was always uh, very scared to speak Mm. yeah i couldn't open my mouth in front of people even a small group of people so that was a limiting belief so that kept me you know delaying my decision because i wanted to get into training and coaching and stuff but this belief that no i will i am not a confident speaker you know that 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 was one limiting belief which but then i went into i joined this program called toastmasters and that's where i realized that hey you know what i am not that bad <laughs> i can improve 
so so with effort of course i improved on that but yes that limiting belief was always there and are we all glad that you got over that <laughs> self-limiting belief because VP is a fantastic speaker, as you may all have noticed. Um, that is bringing us towards the end of the session. Thank you so much, VP, for sharing your journey on entrepreneurship here. But before we end, I really want to know what is next for UB Consultants and what are the other things that you're doing? So, so we are actually, uh, we have a lot of plans in place which were put in the uh, back burner because of COVID. Yeah, so there's a lot of things which we wanted to do like two years back, but then because of COVID, we had to delay our decision. So a lot of stuff. Uh, so we are, we are expanding. We are starting. So we are already active in India and uh, UAE. Mm. Uh, we are now moving to other countries. We're going to do a rebranding. We're going to have, uh, you know, a lot of our students are in different countries uh, who wants to start their business in those countries. So we're going to uh, do a, uh, franchising model with them, wow. where, you know, they will be our associates in those countries. Uh, and yeah, a lot of new, new, new programs being added. A mm. um, lot of new things being brought into the business right. um, in this year and next year going wow. forward. Sounds like a year of expansion and growth. All the best to you, VP. Uh, you did not mention this little association you have with Nidhi Bruce called oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Mind so, Your Own Business. So besides the business, you know, we do a lot of things to add value to our... Uh, so we call it the UV Learning Community Members. You're also part of it. Yes. Um, all our students, all our uh, people who have done courses with us. Um, so there's a lot of things that we do besides the business, you know. We yeah. stay connected with them. Uh, there's an initiative which I started in 2021 called Because We Care. Now, it was the peak of COVID and people were going through a lot of struggles in their life, many people across the world. Yeah. And I was somebody who wanted to do something. Now, I couldn't give money because I was not so rich. I couldn't give vaccines. I couldn't give oxygen tanks. But I thought I can give my time and talent to help people. Yeah. And that's where I thought, let me get a group of people together, my coach program graduates, and all volunteer to give free coaching to people. It started off very small with four or five coaches. Today, we are around more than 45 coaches. Wow. Yeah. And we offer free coaching to people from all over the world. Even our coaches are spread across the world. Yeah. If you go to our website, you'll see Because We Care and you'll see the list of coaches. Mm. Anybody can contact them directly and get free coaching sessions from them. Yeah. So that's one thing. We also have uh, a new initiative called the Drama Company, where we have some fun within the UV Learning community. Yeah. And, you know, where we do theater activities, uh, uh, improv. So it's, 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 it's about helping uh, people to tap into some hidden talents that they have within themselves. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, and this is the latest initiative, Mind Your Own Business, yes. where, where, you know, Nidhi had this vision uh, <laughs> about starting something. And my vision and her vision were almost in sync. So we thought, let's do it together, where... Uh, we talk to entrepreneurs within our UV learning community and outside the community um, and get to learn from them, yeah. you know, talk to them about their experiences, uh, what challenges they face, just like we had this conversation today. Um, uh, and, and, and so that's an opportunity for others to learn uh, from that because a lot of our members from the UV learning community wants to start their own business. So we will be getting a lot of people in. And, and I'm really glad that you thought of this idea. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, like you mentioned, uh, and for, you know, for all of you who are here and listening to us, I think the idea is learning. All of us 
our business owners doing something on our own but we when we all come together bring together our strengths there is so much more that we can learn from and the uv learning community is a very thriving community it has a wide range of talent and we are expecting people from outside the uv community also to come in and share their experiences in business and entrepreneurship yeah. uh, with us and um, thank you so much vp uh for collaborating first of all secondly for being the first amazing guest on mind your own business um we're looking forward to many more such conversations in the future and for those of you who are watching us online there is a ticker below this um do follow us on youtube we are mind your own business online uh, sorry mind your own business live and uh, subscribe to our channel you will get a notification when we go live next and uh, looking forward to many more enriching conversations. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually looking forward to this. So we have a, a, a lot of people lined up and and, and it's great op learning opportunity. And absolutely. I'm looking forward to having these conversations yes, yeah, with absolutely. you, with them. Yeah. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much to our live audience for being here. Thank you so much. Yeah, and, and apologies to the people online that we had these uh, small issues with the, with the technical stuff yeah. of but we've learned a few things on how to do it better the next time yes so the next time you log in this is going to be much much better yeah absolutely thanks once again and until next time mind your, your own, own business. business thank you bye-bye <laughs>